Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 156 of Chasing Dreams. Guys, today's episode is sponsored by the mobile app Duopix. Duopix is an app by my mobile company, Chuma Apps, and it allows you to compare two photos in one composite image, whether it's before and after, then and now, or just two photos you want to look at. It now allows you to save your projects and watermark your photos. Duopix is available on iOS, so check it out. For more information, please visit amyj21.com slash duopix. That's D-U-O-P-I-X. All right, guys, this is it. This is the last week of these solo episodes. As you know, I've used the month of August to kind of focus in on my own dream chase and kind of give it a little bit more attention. And, you know, things are going well. I'm really happy that I've been able to do more this month than I have in the past three years. That's not to say I didn't make progress. I just made more progress. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about progress, in fact, and, you know, what that means and what that does for you and what that does for me and how you can feel sometimes about it, right? When we have dreams, I mean, how magical would it be if you could just snap your finger and your dreams come true, right? You have that genie from Aladdin who's like, grant me three wishes, which is essentially through dreams. And you're like, yes, he just snaps his finger. Poof, there it is. It happens. That's not reality, unfortunately, right? It doesn't matter what your dream is. Nothing happens with the snap of your fingers. Like I am hard pressed right now to think of any kind of dream that just happens with the snap of your fingers. If you tell me I want to win the lotto, well, you better buy a ticket because they won't know unless you buy a ticket. You know what I mean? Like you have no opportunity to win the lotto unless you buy a ticket because only people with tickets win the lotto, right? So there's some work that has to be done. So nothing really happens at the snap of your fingers. As much as we want it to, it doesn't really happen. Um, You know, if you want a raise, At work, you have to work to show that you deserve the raise and probably should ask for the raise. So there there are things and steps that have to be taken before you can see the fruits of your labor, so to speak. And so sometimes we don't realize that or we kind of wish that doesn't happen. So let's set our expectations accordingly, right? There is something you are dreaming of. First, acknowledge it. This is my dream. This is what I want. If you want to put a dance recital together, that's awesome. Acknowledge. I want to put a dance recital together. Second thing you have to do, you have to work for it. You have to put in the work to get the results because it will not happen unless you do that. So it's a two-step process. One, acknowledge what your dream is. And two, do the work, right? That's one thing. Um, the class I'm taking, um, Nicole Walters, one of the things she says all the time is do the work. And 
It's true. In all things, you have to do the work. I want a 4.0. Well, you got to do the work. It's not going to be handed to you. You got to do the work. There was a time in college that um, I think it was linear algebra I was taking. And me and my friend were, were taking this class. And it was a, there were two ways to get an A. And I really wanted an A uh, because I, I was working hard for it. But the problem is that I was struggling. I was struggling with it. And I gotten B's and C's and it was really bad. And so the class was one where the professor was like, there are two ways to get an A. One, you mathematically earn it, right? Based on scores and weights and things like that. Or two, you get an A on the final. So me and my friend were, were taking this class and we were looking at it and mathematically, there was no way I was going to get an A unless I get like 115% on the final. Well, at that rate, I would have gotten the A because I got an A on the final, right? So this is a lot of pressure, right? I really wanted an A in the course. And to do that, I had to put in the work. I had to double down my efforts. And my friend was in the same kind of a boat. It was A or bust for us, A or bust. And we, you know, leading up to that exam, you know, something clearly hadn't been working for us. Clearly, or at least I, I'm, I'm going to say us, but I, I can only speak for me, although he, we studied together. So maybe b- both of us. And so I went and got study guides. It was a class that we didn't really have. I didn't really have the relationship with the TA to be able to ask um, questions because we were getting closer to the final. And so I was studying, guys. We were up to like 3 a.m. on the nights leading up to the final because it was A or bust. It was A or bust. You know, our friends were were playing uh, Bond and stuff, and everyone's having a good time, relaxing, right? Because it's not really crunch time for finals, but that didn't matter to me. That didn't matter to my friend. We needed to get an A, and clearly something wasn't working. So we got study guides, we took practice examples, we just kept working at it, working at it, working at it. And, you know, we were going, I was going into the final with a C. And, um, you know, that that happens. It, it does, you know, it happened for me. And so you're going into the final with a C and you can get stressed, you can psych yourself out. I just remember that at that time for me, there were other people in the class who made it seem so easy. They were just like, yes, this is going to be easy, this final. And I'm like, why am I struggling? Here these people are, and they are just, it's nothing to them. It's cake. It's a cakewalk. I re- you know, I don't know where that saying came from, but it's interesting. But for them, it was a cakewalk. And I just remember being frustrated because it was such a struggle for me. And, you know, we, we were studying together, we were practicing, we thought we got, it. we would email the professor questions, right? And I would see him after class to try and get something explained. And I thought maybe it was the wording of the question. And, you know, you just kept doing and doing and doing. And, you know, in the end, you know, one of the reasons I share the story is it worked. I got the A. I don't know if I got 100%, 115%, or if I got it because... Because uh, there were bonus questions, uh, so it was possible I could have gotten 115%. I don't know. But either way, I got the A I wanted. My friend did as well. And so I got an A for the course. And I just remember the awesome feeling afterwards when you realize that all the hard work paid off. And I also remember that, you know, 
and comparing myself to other people, it wasn't so productive. I mean, it got me down for a little bit, but I couldn't remember looking back what positive effect that had on me. It didn't really, right? Comparing myself to another. And so in another turn of events, uh, this was probably 2001, 2010, nine years later, something like that, nine years later, um, I took the bar exam in California because at the time there was opportunity in California. California, for those who don't know, is known to have the hardest bar exam in all of the U.S. Those in other states, Virginia, New York, you guys may argue, but it's three days. It's tough. It's difficult. And I, you know, I, I'm pretty good at studying. I was doing well and I thought, you know, this will be great. I'll do it. I'll give my all. Let's see what happens. I did not pass the bar exam on the first try. So here I am. I didn't pass the bar exam. My friends who did pass the bar exam are now barred lawyers, licensed. They can practice. And here I am kind of in the back, not having passed my exam. It's a stressful situation. It, it really is. I mean, it sucks. It's very hard to, to describe. I hope nobody ever feels this way. But if you do, know that things get better and know that it is not the end of the world because I'm here today to tell you it isn't. I'm still going. I'm still trucking. But what it taught me was everyone has to run their own race. Okay. You have to run your own race just as I had to run my own race. My friends who passed the exam ran their own race and it was their time to pass that exam. Once I realized me passing or not passing had no effect on anyone else but myself, because again, it's my life, not their life. Right. Once I realized that and realized again that it's not the end of the world, you know, I buckled down. I decided the opportunity had passed through, not because I didn't pass, but it just didn't work out. So maybe the stars weren't meant for me to be in California. I buckled down and was going to take the bar exam in Maryland. Um, and Maryland's no cakewalk in terms of exam. It's still difficult. It's not the hardest, but it has its own challenges. And I had my own challenges because I was taking this while working and I was working two part-time jobs. And so balancing that to study as well, I took the month before my exam off entirely. Um, like I, I quit my job at Apple and that time. And, you know, my boss at the law firm was understanding and was like, yeah, you know, focus on the exam, do what you got to do. And so I took that month and I had taken a course this time around when I did California, I did um, an app program to study. Yeah, I know you're probably thinking, nah, I mean, what were you thinking? Taking a program on an app with things. Yeah. Lessons learned guys, hindsight, 2020, all that. The thing is I'm pretty good at focusing and studying. What I didn't realize about the bar exam for anyone interested in law is Getting feedback for what you write is so critical. It's so important, regardless of the state you take. It's so important. And I didn't have that because I took the app, the review course on an app. Yeah, it is what it is. But hindsight 2020, I took a course this time. I got feedback for the essays. Um, I studied and yeah, I passed. I passed. I was stoked. Joy for finally having passed. Um, but that was right, right for me in my time. 
right? There are other people I know who didn't pass the second time, and that's fine. Nobody says, okay, let's make this clear. When you take a test, like the bar exam, your dental exam, your boards, your driver's license, whatever the case is, after you get it, and I can testify to this, nobody, I think I didn't, I think it took me two tries to get my license. It was the three-point turn. No, it was the parallel parking. I took too long. I passed everything else. And I, and I, I passed immediately after the second time. Um, but I took too long to parallel park. But nobody says, there's a fun fact about me. There is, nobody asks and, and goes, so how many times did it take you? How many times did it take you to pass your driver's test? Nobody says, hey, did you pass the boards on your first time? There's like this unspoken thing about asking. If you did or didn't pass, nobody really says, I mean, they look because if you don't put a positive announcement, it's almost kind of assumed that you didn't pass for right or wrong. I'm not saying that's a good thing, guys. Really shouldn't do that. Uh, It's nobody's business if you pass unless you're practicing. But, you know, nobody, nobody says, hey, did you pass on the first time? You know, once you're practicing, nobody's ever come to me and said, so how many times did you take the test? Nobody says that. You pass, you pass, it's done, it's over, it's behind you. It's over, right? But at the time, it seemed so like such a big deal not having passed the first time. And once you get past the mental stress of not having passed, you know, I could focus on, all right, it's a new start, it's a new slate, let's take this test again. And doing that, I was able to relax more, I think. Because what was the worst that was going to happen? I don't pass. Well, yeah, I've been there, done that. It's fine. Let's keep going. I learned something, right? So not passing, I learned a lot about myself. I learned about my study methods. I learned about what I did right and what I did wrong. And, you know, it wasn't a waste. Yes, I couldn't practice law for a year, but I was an intern. So at the point, it was okay. I had, you know, there wasn't really practicing law on my own or anything like that. So it was fine. There was no stress over me. Um, you know, we're all in different situations. And we have to evaluate those situations individually, whatever it is. And it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people in the races they're running that it's not helpful, guys, at all. It's not. So there's actually a saying, and the saying is, you know, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Let me say that again. Don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. You don't know their race. You don't know how things are for them. You're looking at them at their chapter 20, at them, uh, you know, I don't know, winning the Golden Globes. And you're, here they are on getting every if if you're into acting, you know, they're getting every role that they're trying for. You don't know their race. You don't know their story, right? Run your race. Know your story. Because when you talk to them, you may find out that they are working three jobs and busting their butt at improv to get the skills they need to win these roles. You know, you don't know. Like, you know what I hate? overnight success. Everyone is always talking about overnight success. And it's just not true. There's no such thing as overnight success. And if you listen to the podcast for a while, 
you probably heard that, right? Overnight success. You know, Traji P. Henson's a, a overnight success. No, she's really not. She's been in the business for like over 20 years, working her butt off before she got Empire, working her butt off before she got Hidden Figures. And that's true of so many people. You know, how many famous people uh, do you hear about and suddenly you're like, oh man, they must have been an overnight success. Don't, don't do them that disservice. Don't dismiss their work. Okay, so when someone says overnight success, I understand they're trying to say it in a positive manner. Take it for what it's intended for. But don't dismiss the hard work they put in to get where they are. Don't dismiss the 19 chapters that they wrote, that they worked, that they blood, sweat, and tears gave to get to chapter 20. And you're at chapter one? You got to pay your dues. You got to do the due diligence. You have to write your story. And when you get to chapter 20 and they're at chapter 40, you know, you're gonna, there's no point in comparing. Your path may deviate in chapter 15. Your path may take you somewhere else, somewhere better, uh, or someone just different, right? There's no point in comparing and stressing yourself out when, hey, they, it, they make it look so easy. You know, I remember in high school, um, you know, high school was, was, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't entirely difficult for me. Um, I did well in high school. You know, Jamie did well in high school, my twin sister. We, we were both co-valedictorians with someone else, and we had a very slight difference um, in our grades. I think it was like 0. 0.001 or something. Um, mine, mine was higher, in case you wanted to know. So, but we, it was very, very slight. But, you know, when we got to college, I thought it would be the same thing, right? It's just a new chapter. chapter the chapter before was, was not bad. This couldn't be worse. And I just remember, you know, with Summer Bridge, the program that I, I was involved in between senior year of high school and my freshman year of college, beginning to realize that it wasn't the same. Studying for college is not the same as high school. And if you treat it as such, one, you're doing, again, a disservice to yourself, a little bit disrespectful to college, um, and you're just wrong. Like, I could teach people in high school and explain things and, and people would understand. I remember in college, freshman year, chemistry. There was a group study session. We were all studying and I was explaining chemistry 101 to all my friends and saying, hey, this is how this problem works. This is how it, why it's this way, right? And I went into that exam thinking, bet this is done. I got an A on this easy because I was teaching people. You know, if, if you can teach people, they say, then you truly understand what you're talking about, what you're doing, what you're learning, right? This is my first exam in college or yeah, first exam in college in the fall. And I got the test back and I got a C. And yes, this was my first C in life. And I was devastated. I was like, oh my gosh, this it's done. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do anything. 
college is not meant for me. I, this sucks. And then to make matters worse, those, my friends, the study session we were having, those guys were getting A's and B's. I'm like, what? I was teaching them. How did I not get an A or even a B? A C. I thought the world was done. I, I thought my life was over because I was like, there's no way. I understood everything. How is it I didn't get the grade better than a C? I remember crying in my bed. I remember calling my parents and being like, I, college is different. College is hard. And, you know, I just was so hard on myself. And, you know, parents are awesome. They're, they're comforting. I just remember uh, Dr. Rabowski, Dr. Freeman Rabowski, who's the guest on the show, episode 100. He was talking to, to a group of us and he said, you know, you guys are going to get grades that you study your butt off for and you're, you're going to get something that may surprise you. And he's like, you know, because we always strive for excellence. We always strive for the best. And so what Doc said was, you know, if you can say that you did your best, that you studied as hard as you could, right? Not having slacked off, not having gone to the movies and when you could have been studying and such, but you can say with confidence and surety and honesty to yourself, I did my very best and this is the grade I get and it's a C. Okay. All right. Because what more could I have done? And after hearing that, I was like, okay, it's true. I, get, I put my all in it and I got that C. Well, then I earned that C. Is was is. And I can't say I never got a C again in college because I told you about linear algebra. But I was able to handle the loss, the handle the bad grades a lot better. Um, it doesn't mean I was slacking off anymore. And, you know, I, I did the college thing. I played spades. And by the way, more people need to play spades in Maryland. Or if you play spades, let me know. I was at a party and not everyone knew how to play spades. It was very sad. I love spades. We used to play in college all the time and we'd have late nights. But when it came time to taking an exam, you know, I buckled down and I studied and, you know, I took my, my, my quiz that I had gotten the C on. I went to a tutor. I figured out what I did wrong and I'm not sure it, it's been so long if it was test anxiety or I was taking if I was rushing things or overconfident or what but you know I I learned from it I figured out my mistakes I learned from it and you know I did better the next time your story is going to be different it's not going to be the same as someone else and that's fine because again it's your story not theirs don't put the pressure on yourself to have the same story as someone else this world doesn't need a mimic of someone else we don't need another imitation right your talent is your talent. And we said this, I said this um, in episode 153. It's your story, right? That's what's important. You run your race. You do tell us your thing. That's what we want to hear. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Don't be intimidated by other people's stories. Don't be, be influenced by other people's story, but don't imitate. Don't feel you have to copy them. And don't feel that if you don't do what they have done and the results don't come out the way it was for them, it's terrible for you that it's the end of the world. Because I'm telling you, it's not. Okay? It's not. You are needed. You are precious. You are important. 
Okay, your story is important. And whatever happens, all the failures, all the falls, they're part of your story. It's okay. It's okay. You will bounce back from it because you have that within you. I'm telling you, you have that within you. If you have doubts about that, message me. I'm telling you, you have it within you. Regardless of the difficult times you're going through or how dark or depressing things may seem, you have it within you. Okay. Things will get better. There is hope in all things. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys because with progress, we're so focused on other people and what other people think and their timelines that we stress ourselves out. I'm here to tell you don't run your race at your pace. All right. And keep chasing those dreams because that's what's important that you take that first step, then you take the next step and you keep at it and that you have fun because it's not just about the end goal. It's about the journey. All right. Okay, guys, we will be back with guest interviews next week and you can find all the show notes for this episode at amyj21.com slash episode 156. That's episode 156. So until next time, guys, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at amyj 21 That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.